Hello, and welcome to the podcast. Adrian Rogers once said, It is better to be hated for telling the truth than loved for telling a lie. Not that I want to be hated, but it is better telling you the truth as opposed to telling you something you want to hear. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I would ask you to consider the following. First, would you please like and share this podcast so others may benefit as well? Secondly, prayerfully consider becoming a sponsor of this podcast. Your support to The Truth Must Be Told will allow me not only to keep making podcasts and maintaining the website, but your support will also make it possible to level up this program to new platforms so that the Word of God can go forward and reach as many people as possible. You can make your gifts to paypal.me slash And if you listen to the show on anchor.fm, you can click the support button. You can also listen on iHeartRadio and view the podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for your support, and please keep listening to The Truth Must Be Told. Are UFOs real? Are we being visited by aliens? Part 2 on UFOs today on The Truth Must Be Told. Stand by. He's just ignorant. He doesn't know any better than to tell the truth. It's the truth. I just want to report the truth. It'd be a nice change of pace. When in doubt, tell the truth. Edward, I tried to tell the truth, and it kicked me off the air. You can't handle the truth! And now, speaking the truth, even though it hurts, here's the host of The Truth Must Be Told, Sal Passos. Hey, hello everyone. Hello, hello, hello. I'm sorry I cut that off. I'm having a bit of technical difficulty here today. (laughs) But so goes the battle. I hope you all are well and your weekend started okay. Uh, That's why I'm a little late with the podcast today. This technical difficulty is beyond our control. Can't be helped. All right. Well, I hope everybody again is well. And uh, welcome to part two of UFOs, Fact, Fiction, or Deception. Now, when we last saw our podcast host, he was discussing the fact that aliens are either natural or supernatural phenomenon. He received a message from a Martian stating that they are they are real and he was a bit upset and warned our host you have made me very angry very angry indeed ah yes now we know we don't want to get the martians upset but that's what happens anyway well (laughs) no that didn't really happen okay folks but i wanted to stress the point that our culture has has uh, posed the position of aliens, particularly in movies, that they're either very friendly and helpful, like Klaatu in The Day the Earth Stood Still, and that was that music that I played at the beginning of this podcast, or they are depicted as dangerous to human life. You know, on my, um, on my last show, I raised the questions, are demons impersonating aliens? And we, now, we went, through, we went through on the last program the... Um, we went through on the last program the uh the um um the a little bit of the history of how this whole UFO phenomena got started and uh here in here in America at least and there is um uh quite a bit that um quite a bit that we're 
that we covered, and there's a lot more. And, I mean, this research into this with the UFO phenomenon is just taking a tremendous toll on me, I'll tell you. It seems like I've opened up a can of worms that, uh, well, I, I guess it's okay. It's just, uh, you know, we just got to be really careful with what we what we look at and, you know, and, and make sure that it doesn't, when we look at things like this, we got to make sure it doesn't shake our faith. Uh, because there's so many things out there today. Uh, people are, <clears throat> people are, uh, people get to worship angels and they do all this other stuff. And we're warned not to do that. We're warned to worship God himself. And we're going to get into that a little later, okay? But on my last program, I raised the questions, are demons impersonating aliens? And I'd like to explore that a bit more. Now, uh, I stated on my last program on uh, Paranormal that demons can appear to us. They are fallen angels who rebelled against God. They are evil, deceptive, destructive. Second Corinthians tells us that demons can masquerade as angels of light and servants of righteousness. Okay, um, so the appearing of ghosts, uh, an impersonation of a deceased human being, seems to be within their power and abilities, okay? Now, you say, wait a minute, whoa, 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 you know, well, how do we know that? How do we know that? How can you say that demons can appear to people in a, in a physical realm? Well, we see countless times of angels appearing to men in the Bible, okay? First appearance was in the Garden of Eden, where a cherubim was placed with a flaming sword, okay? And Adam and Eve couldn't get back into the garden once they were kicked out. Uh, angels appeared to Sarah and Abraham. Angels appeared to Lot. And in fact, they ate with Lot. They they sat down and they consumed food. Uh, an angel appeared to Daniel to give him a message from God and said, I'm sorry this has been delayed. I've been in battle with the king of Persia, which is Satan, another principality or a power. And uh, I've got to go back, but here's the message from God. And he took back off again and did what he had to do. Balaam saw an angel. I discussed that on my last program <clears throat> that was ready to kill him. His eyes were open and he saw the angel, Joshua, as the captain of uh, the Lord of hosts, saw the captain of the Lord of hosts uh, and bowed down to him. Gideon saw an angel uh, and was told that the Lord was with him. I, I love that because Gideon was cowering in a mill and the angel said, rise, O mighty man of valor. And like, who, me? Who are you talking to? <laughs> of course, the most famous one probably that everyone knows is that Mary was visited by an angel who told her that she would be the mother of the Messiah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So many to talk about. Now remember, the demons are fallen angels that rebelled against God, and there is no no indication that they could not appear to men as well. Uh, so if they can impersonate a dead loved one, they certainly can impersonate an alien, or even a UFO for that matter. Remember, Satan wants to take you off track. He will tell you things that are so close to the truth Yet his version is twisted. Now, for an example, God told Adam and Eve not to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, for when you eat from it, you will certainly die. Now, Satan appeared to Eve in the form of a serpent and said, Did God really say you must not eat fruit from any tree in the garden? And she said to him, No, like God said we can eat of any tree except the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, or we will die. Then what does Satan tell her? You will not certainly die. God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. 
And, of course, we all know what happened then. She consumed fruit. She gave it to her husband. And uh, he ate it, and they realized that they were naked. And God said, oh, here we go. You know, he, he, he knew what was going on. And um, But I just love the excuses. I talked about this, too. You know, Adam, what did you do? Uh, Eve, what did you do? You ate of this fruit. And he says, oh, the serpent, the serpent uh, tricked me into eating it. And, and then uh, old Adam there, not to be outdone, says, uh, you know, what about you? Well, no, the woman you gave me, you know. So, but here was the twist. Satan was correct in saying you, you will not certainly die. Yeah, he was, he was correct in saying that to a point. God would, but God was not referring to the physical death, but a spiritual one. All right? He was not talking about a physical death. So Satan was telling a partial truth. You know, and Satan tried to use the same method on Jesus. If you are the Son of God, putting doubt in his mind, trying to put doubt in his mind at least anyway, uh, tell these stones to become bread because Jesus was 40 days and 40 nights in the wilderness and he was hungry, the Bible says. Well, that's an understatement. I would think so. All right, and Jesus quoted Scripture to counter the temptation. Man shall not live by bread alone. It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. All right, so he countered that temptation with Scripture. Then Satan comes back with Scripture to tempt Jesus to throw himself off the temple by saying, if you are the Son of God, throw yourself off the temple here. Because doesn't the Bible, doesn't the Scripture say that he will give his angels command over you, concerning you, and they will lift you up with their hands so you don't dash your foot against the stone? Now Jesus, again, counters it also with Scripture and says, it is written, you shall not put the Lord your God to the test. Now here, just a point, Satan knows the Bible, and he probably knows the Bible better than you guys. All right? And me as well. I'm just telling you. I'm not pointing a finger at you. I'm just saying I think he knows the Bible as well. This seems to indicate it. Uh, then the devil tries a third time and takes, tells Jesus to worship him by showing him the kingdoms of the world and um, tries to get him to worship him and says that uh, Jesus finally rebukes him with a third scripture saying, you shall worship the Lord thy God only. And that was it. And... Um, so, you see, because Satan does not want you to worship God. He wants that glory for himself. He wants to be the God of this world. And he wants you not to worship God. I'm going to read from Isaiah 14, verses 12 through 15 again. I read this on the last show, but I'm going to read it again. How you are fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning. How you are cut down to the ground, you who weakened the nations. For you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit on the mount of the congregation on the farthest sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. Yet you shall be brought down to Sheol, to the lowest depths of the pit. Okay? So he wants to be uh, worshipped on his own, uh, uh, by himself. He does not want God to be worshipped. All right, I'm going to take a quick break here for a commercial, and I'll be right back. 
right, I'm back. Thank you. Uh, just to let you know, those of you who are watching the video uh, here on uh, Facebook and on Instagram, uh, I all, I do this uh, show on a uh, audio, the audio of this show out there, and I have sponsors, and I have to stick a commercial in there uh, because that's what helps pay the bills. So uh, I want to <laughs> just let you know, <clears throat> though it's not really paying the bills all that much yet, uh, that's why it's important that you guys go and listen to um, listen to the show as well on Anchor.fm, and make sure that you get the word out there that I'm that I'm uh, that are the more hits I get because they pay you per thousand people that tune into the show. So get out there, share the show, get out there and do it. And if you'll notice behind me, uh, for those of you uh, who are watching on Facebook, I have my new banner which came in with came in with my new business cards. You can see it back there, The Truth Must Be Told, with the nice microphone. And uh, I'm very, very excited about, um, I finally got those business cards like I told you. I actually started handing them out today. I gave them to somebody I know, and I'm hoping that uh, that person will tune in. And that was the first person I tuned out. So if you uh, are listening, uh, congratulations. You're the first person I handed out the cards to. (laughs) Okay. (coughs) Anyway. So again, welcome back. And I want to uh, just continue what we were talking about, all right, that uh, Satan wants to be worshipped. He is jealous of God. Of God. So again, anything that he can do to lead people astray, he will do. And if he could fool people into believing that God was just an alien, then it will take people's minds off the truth. UFO, excuse me. The ufologists will claim events in the Bible, such as the chariots of fire, the wheel within a wheel, flying scrolls, and the visions of fiery storms, etc., are all representations of alien spacecraft. And there are even some Christians (coughs) who will teach that. And and again, in my research, I found it very, very interesting that a lot of Christians uh, do tend to believe that... um, the UFOs are in the Bible, and I don't believe that's so. I, I, I really don't. The reason I, I, because God's glory is made manifest throughout the Scripture, and if you're being led by the Spirit of God uh, in reading these things, then you will know. The secular mind will read these things and say, oh, yeah, that's a UFO, all right, but it's not. In uh, my research, I found so many opinions on, on, on UFOs from both religious and secular camps. And that's why I said uh, even some Christians are saying the same as secular. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They were, they were definitely UFOs. And they were not, all right? They were not UFOs. They were, well, they were in a sense if you think that, you know, it, it was uh, like the chariots of fire that, that pulled up Enoch. Uh, you know that kind of thing. Elijah or Enoch? Enoch. Anyway, whoever it was, I got picked up in the whole, in the fiery chariot. I don't know, I'm a really good Bible teacher, right? I have to look that up, but it just came into my head. So uh, those, you know, they were taken away, and those fiery chariots. I mean, even all right. So if they were, if they were, all right. I got I'll give you this. So if a fiery chariot was supposedly a UFO, then when um, Elijah's servant. Um, when Elijah was going to be uh, overrun uh, by uh, this army and his servant comes running in, the army is here, the army is here to destroy. And he says, like, he's too busy, he's just working. Uh, no, greater than greater are they that are with, that, with us than they that are with them. He says, what are you talking about, master? You're crazy. 
He said, and he said, Lord, open his eyes. And he opened the servant's eyes, and the servant went out and looked. And he said, on the hill was all fiery chariots with men with flaming swords. That couldn't be seen in the natural, but they were there to protect the prophet. All right? So they weren't all aliens. All right? This just, it just wasn't so. <clears throat> so, uh, look, I'm not doubting that people have seen and will continue to see UFOs in the future. But each sighting must be investigated and either debunked as false or found as true. And there's a lot of falsehood out there that is being debunked and uh, uh, claims out there that are being debunked as false. And that's good, all right, because we don't want people twisting around. But if they're found to be true, then science must give us an answer to the question, are we alone in the universe? Now, the Bible itself is silent on the matter. However, I feel that since God, angels, and demons live in a realm outside of our physical world, then they are aliens, so to speak. All right, They come from somewhere other than the earth. And God is a spirit. All right, And that's just infinite in his wisdom, knowledge, holiness, justice, and truth. All right, he is, he is a spirit. Now, if God created other beings in this universe, now we certainly know he created angels, he created man, and if he created other beings in this universe, then he's silent about it in the, in the, as far as the scripture is concerned. See, the Bible tells us he, he only, the Holy Spirit moved on these men to write the Bible, and the only, he, God only wants us to know certain things. Since he is all-knowing, he alone knows if aliens exist. If they do, that's on him. Now, that maybe, maybe they do exist. I don't know. It's, it's tough for the mind to think about <clears throat> that in the infinite expanse of this universe that we are the only ones there. I don't know. That could be true, could be not. I don't know. But I know that he put us in this planet and it's perfectly, it's in a perfect place, you know. Uh, the the, the uh, axis is tipped just a perfect way. If it, if it would change, our whole climate would, would collapse. If we were just a little ways further out from the sun, we'd freeze. If we were a little way closer, we'd burn up. Scientists have deemed our position around the sun what they call the Goldilocks place. It's just right. Now, they don't give credit to God, but when they search for other worlds and other universes through their telescopes and everything that they look for, they try to find that planet with the Goldilocks in the Goldilocks position. Not too hot, not too cold, it's just right. So... Again, but they're looking and they're hoping that there's life on other planets and they've got all kinds of excuses. They've come up with all kinds of things. And again, I don't know. I don't know if there's life on other planets. I, I personally would like to think so. Uh, C.S. Lewis actually wrote a book, uh, wrote a series of books. Let me think if I could think of the name here. Um, they were three books, science fiction books that he wrote. Uh, let me see while I'm talking here. Maybe I can look it up. Thank God for the internet. Uh, 
science fiction trilogy. And let me look it up because I totally forgot it. And I read them and I couldn't remember what the name was. Isn't that terrible? Um, oh, yeah. He had a science fiction trilogy. So there were three stories. There was a space trilogy. And the three books were, I did read them such a long time ago. I would like to read them again. Out of the Silent Planet was the first one. Paralandra was the second, and That Hideous Strength. And um, those are, uh, and it talks about the beings living on another world, basically. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, even C.S. Lewis, who I really adore as an author, um, interesting fun fact about C.S. Lewis, do you know he passed away on the same day that Kennedy was assassinated? And uh, obviously nobody found out because Kennedy's assassination took the whole news at that time. But, uh, you know, but, yeah, what are you going to do? Anyway, uh, just a little side note, fun facts for you to know and tell. Anyway, <laughs> but we have been perplexed on this is issue for hundreds of years. Civilizations all over the world claim that they have come from the stars. They talk about the star people. Uh, you have the... Um, the um, the Nazca Indians down in uh, in South America who drew these big oh yeah okay um, they these they, these beautiful pictures and I why why am I forgetting the words they're not uh, petroglyphs petroglyphs that's the science work right and they they painted they they scratch these beautiful pictures you can't see unless you're you know few hundred feet in the air and the you know people are wondering why they do that well they must be trying to communicate with aliens and landing strips i just the whole thing it gets kind of crazy all right but whatever we talk about here as long as we do not lose faith in in god over it we can investigate these things God gave us the ability to think and have free will. Thank God for that, because or else we wouldn't have doctors. We wouldn't have discovered, uh, men wouldn't have discovered something simple as penicillin. All right? Uh, a way to separate blood platelets so that we can get plasma to people and, and identify the, you know, the different things in the, in the blood. Surgeons, things that they could do today. All right, God has God has given them that skills, and because He gave us the ability to think and to have free will, He could have made us a bunch of slaves just to do His bidding, but He didn't. He wants us to come to Him freely and worship Him. All right. So, because here, you know, it, this boils down the the answer: What is the chief end of man? Have you ever questioned why are we here? Well, man's chief end is to glorify God and to enjoy him forever. That's what God created us. He created us so that we can enjoy and be in his presence. But sin came into the world, and you know the story. So here we are living in a world that's corrupted. It's, it's, 
Sin is just rampant throughout this world. So don't be deceived by the wiles of the devil. He will use, use anything, anything, to lure you away from the truth of God's word. Anything. He wants you to be so, oh, just so enamored in, in finding, and it's crazy. People do crazy, crazy things. Um, let me just uh, do something here real quick. You know, the, uh, the, uh, yeah, listen to this for one quick second here. Well, we do offer a special mystic package, which includes UFOs, ESP, the stars, numerology, and a lifetime subscription to the National Enquirer. <laughs> For us, that's it, that's it, that's what God is all about. Okay, yeah, that's it, that's what God is all about. <laughs> God is all about those things. Um, so we've got to be very, very careful, very, very careful with what we're doing. Um, remember that... Uh, that God wants us to worship him. Do not get caught up in ESPs, the stars, numerology, and a lifetime subscription to the National Enquirer. Don't do it, all right? Don't do it, because there is so much out there for you today uh, to, be, to pull you away from the things of God. He does not want you to, to um, he does not want you to worship God, Satan wants you to, to be dependent on him, worshiping him. And in fact, that's just laying the line. I mean, we're, we're the, the devil is laying the thing out for the Antichrist when he shows up. You know, I mean, I, I didn't want to get into end time prophecy here, but it's, I, I kind of think that one of the things, I mean, people were talking about abductions. And I heard one, one pastor talk about this. Well, when the rapture takes place, I mean, you got to understand, people, millions of Christians, believers, are going to be pulled off the face of the earth in a nanosecond. The Bible says, in the twinkling of an eye, boom, gone. We're going to be transferred from this life to be with Jesus. Then what happens? There's going to be chaos that's going to be let loose on this earth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Millions of people suddenly vanish. Cars running off the road. Airplanes crashing because the pilots weren't there. Their fuels ran out of gas. <laughs> Planes ran out of fuel. There's going to be chaos all over the place. And I really think that they'll blame a lot of that on they were abducted by UFOs. That's a very good possibility. That's there. It's just speculation on my part. But then that ushers in the great tribulation all right and the reign of the antichrist so just be very very careful in what you believe make sure your faith is grounded in god's word you know um bible warns us that we're not we're not unaware of the devil's schemes the devil will try to do whatever he has to do to pull you away from the scriptures, pull you away from God, keep you so busy you don't have time to study, or keep you in the dark, in darkness, thinking, I do not need that. I don't need God. I'm good. I believe that's something that John Denver said. I don't need God. I have the mountains. 
sad. There's so much more I want to say. And I know maybe I didn't get into enough details of UFOs for you and little green men. But again, we don't know whether those are demonic figures or not. We don't know that people if people that may have been abducted, was it actually a demon possession? Not doubting that it didn't happen, okay? I'm not doubting. If you're listening to this now and think, Sal, you're mocking me. I, I was abducted by an alien. No. Maybe you were, maybe you weren't. I don't know. I'm not going to definitely de- um, uh, make a definitive statement for you, but I'm just saying you need to consider some facts. And most people who begin following these things deeply, well, not most people, but some people, let me, let me rephrase that statement. Some people who begin to follow the UFOs, then astrology, then uh, ESP, you know, and they, they start putting all these things together. And they begin to lose faith in God. I read a statistic that said, uh, well, not a statistic, but a comment by a, a reporter who was following up on people who were UFO fanatics and gone to these places, that many of them have given up their religion and their uh, following of the Bible to follow the teachings of men like Von Daniken you know, the ancient alien things and things like that. If you enjoy watching those shows, have fun. Enjoy it. But don't let it pull away from your faith. All right? Now, if you have been blessed by this podcast, then consider supporting this ministry by becoming a monthly sponsor. You can go to anchor.fm slash or dash sal slash passos or dash passos and click the donation button or if you want to make a gift directly, you can go to paypal.me slash Salvatore Passos. Now, if you have a prayer request or you have questions about this show or you want to discuss this thing about aliens and demons and UFOs a little further, then please, you can eat, uh, you can contact me through the truthmustbetold.org. There's a place there where you can uh, click and, and put it, just put in the... Uh, Put in the subject line, uh, questions on salvation or questions about your UFO show, you know, and let me know what you think. If you've had an experience with UFOs, I'd be glad to hear about it. I would love to hear about it. I won't put, I won't mention your name on the, on the air, but I will want, I do want to listen. I want to hear what you have to say because it's interesting to me. Again, I, I, I don't mock people for where they are. I mean, we've got. You know, I told you I'm, I'm interested, always interested in learning about other cultures and other people's backgrounds. Well, I'd be interested to hear your story. You had a lady that came into one of my Radio Shack stores. She wanted to have a metal detector, but she thought there was a metal thing implanted in her head. She wanted to wave it over her head, you know. And I said, ah, I got, we have nothing to take care of that. And this is sad, too, because I knew the woman. And, you know, people, you know, she had a lot of stress in her life. Let's put it that way. But uh, please, you know, reach out to me. Let me know that uh, you're that you love the uh, that you like the program, and that you'd be uh, that you're listening. I would really would appreciate it. And don't forget, if you uh, do want to make that donation, you could do that again. Anchor.fm/sal-passos. Um, click the donation button. You could choose either ninety nine cents a month, four ninety nine a month. 
ten or nine ninety nine a month. So that would be really great. Anything would be helpful to keep the show going. Uh, I do have to pay for the podcast. Uh, excuse me, I do have to pay for the website for the podcast, and uh, that you know it would be nice if I could get some support on that. And anything that you want to contribute is fine. And what else did I want to say? I want to say one more thing. Oh, goodness gracious, I can't remember now. That's what happens when you hit old age, okay? <laughs> you tend to forget. All right, so again, please uh, reach out to me at thetruthmustbetold.org if you have any questions or concerns, prayer requests. Please let me know. And I hope to see you guys again soon on The Truth Must Be Told. God bless. Have a wonderful evening.